everybody, welcome back for a special on-camera edition of Territory Talk, the official Panthers podcast. Doug Plagans, Jamison Olive, and our special guest, Ryan Lomberg of the Panthers here with us today. And well, before we get too far into it here, Jameson's got the reverse retro on. What do you think of this look here? Yeah, I think collectively as a group, we, we love them. You know, anybody I talk to, they're like, I need that jersey. We need to get that ordered. So um, I think they did an awesome job. We're excited to wear them. Yeah, really cool jersey. And well, just as far as this season's gone, how's everything felt for you as an individual, for the group as a whole, and playing for a, a new coach here in Paul Maurice? Uh, just how's everything felt so far? Yeah, it's, it's been great. The coaching staff has, has done a great job so far. Um, you know, obviously, um, we, we've lost some games that, you know, we, we shouldn't have or let slip away for whatever reason. But I think, you know, it's, it's a lot of it's positive for the most part. We're working in the right direction. Um, you know, we're all pulling towards for the same goal. So um, it's, it's a close group in there. Um, everyone's on the same page. So we're definitely looking forward to um, keep working together and getting better as the season goes on. And for yourself, how you feeling? You're flying like out there as always, but it seems like every season you take on a little bit more responsibility. Right now, you're out there with Anton Lindell on the second line. Uh, coach the other day said, you know, hey, as long as he's comfortable out there, we're gonna keep giving him uh, all these looks. So for yourself, I mean, it seems like every time they throw a challenge your way, you're ready for it. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 been awesome. You know, anytime you can get out there more and, and feel like you have more of an impact and, and you have uh, more of an impact on the result of the game, it's it, it's a you know a good feeling to to feel a big part of it so um, obviously being out there with those two they're tremendous players so it's it's exciting every time I come to the rink you know I'm, I'm ready to go we're ready to uh, to score and get chances and, and just you know work really hard as, as a line and we know obviously this team has a lot of offensive weapons we know you guys can score we know you're fast but a lot of just agitators on this team too guys that other teams don't like playing against yourself Patrick Hornquist Matthew Kachuk Sam Bennett the list goes on and on just how much pride do you guys take in that and also is there an under-the-radar guy where we don't talk about that's actually really good out there in terms of getting under, under other team skin? I would say off the top of my head, Cousins for sure yeah. is, is a guy that, that can do that. But, um, you know, all, all those guys, I think, you know, they just work so hard. They're all, you know, blue-collar, hard-working guys that um, it, it's contagious, right? You know, if, if guys are kind of not mentally in it, some guy kind of shakes something up, chirping the guys, they say something we don't like, then, you know, it kind of brings everybody in and it, it involves everyone. So it's, it's good to have those guys in your team because, like I said, it, it gets everybody involved and, and gets you hating the other team. So One guy that got involved last game is a guy that doesn't usually get involved, and that's Alexander Barkov. Carter Verhage takes a high hit along the boards. Barky just goes right at it, you know, locks it with the guy. They fall to the ice. I don't think I've ever seen that from Barky. If, if you push him, he'll push back, but I've never seen him just go at it. What was it like for you guys to watch that and see the captain uh, throw hands out there? Yeah, you know, obviously he, he's our leader, right? We, we follow, um, you know, we follow him. So uh, obviously we don't like him doing it all the time <laughs> uh, because he's, you know, he's our big guy. So we got to protect him as best as we can. But anytime, you know, the skill guys get involved like that, it, it just... You know, it brings the camaraderie of the group, you know, a lot closer um, and even more so when he gets hit or skill guys gets hit it, you know, everybody is coming to their defense, especially if they're going into the defense of their line mates. So it's, you know, he, he's our captain and I don't expect anything less. Of uh, an elite skill guy, but also maybe one of the biggest guys on the team. He's a guy yeah. that if he wanted to could probably take on most guys in this league. So lucky for them, he doesn't, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's why, like a lot of the times when, when uh, people are trying to hit him and, and I kind of threaten them, well, all right, I'm going to go after your skill guy now. <laughs> Chances are, our, you know, Barkey could take a hit a lot better than a lot of other skill guys just because of his sheer size, right? So 
Yeah, we, we don't really worry about Barkey too much <laughs> out there. He'll be all right. You had a little prior knowledge of Matthew Kachuk, obviously, from, from the Calgary days, but he comes in and he brings a, a swagger and an attitude, no doubt about that. How's he fit in? What's it been like having him on your side again here? Yeah, he, it, you know, you kind of said it all. He, he does everything. He, for my time in Calgary, he was, you know, obviously a lot of tremendous players there, so, some great leaders, um, but he was the guy day in, day out, consistent all the time would compete um, and again like I said earlier you know it's contagious he he's competing he's, he's working is you know he's working very hard so it, it just brings guys in so it's uh, I think Billy said it the best when he called him a unicorn yeah, yeah. Uh, that's probably the best way to describe it he's like you know, there's not many people that uh, that can do what he does out there. So it's it's great to have him on our team. Yeah, there's only a handful of guys in the league that uh, that kind of fit that mold, and one of the other ones has the same last name as uh, as Matthew. His, <laughs> his brother fits that mold too. But for you, we talked about your role as the as the season's gone on here, and you and I talked about this after a morning skate uh, a game or two ago. But uh, as far as your role goes, you go onto a line with a guy like you know Anton Lundell, a guy like Sam Reinhardt, for example. Uh, do you alter your game at all? Do you approach it differently at all? Or do you kind of just stick to your strengths and, and just uh, play to your, your strengths, as I said? Yeah, I, I think in the past um, I've gotten myself in trouble because I've gotten a bit of an opportunity and then, you know, I changed the player that I am and, and what has gotten me there. So the message from the coaching staff and, and what I'm trying to do this time around is stick to my guns, you know, be relentless, get on the forecheck. Um, you know, be on the body, create space for, for those guys, um, you know, be the first guy in so they can come and grab the puck and, and make their skill play. So um, I'm definitely approaching it as, as I would playing with anybody else. I'm just playing my game and, and um, trying to compliment them as best I can. And when we talked to Paul, he said you were one of the guys that when he got here, he was surprised. You know, there was the scouting report. That's what he thought you were. He got here. He's like, this guy is something completely different. And we've seen a lot in games. It seems like no mm. team in the league really has a good scouting report on your speed. Because you get out there, you blow past the defender, and they look around. You like, catch guys by surprise a yeah, lot. Who, yeah. who is this guy? Yeah. Just how much pride do you take in your speed? And when do you think teams are finally going to catch on that maybe they they, they got to watch the gap there a little bit? Hopefully never. <laughs> oh, hopefully never for for our sake. But um, but yeah, I, I you know it's it's definitely um, one of one of my assets. So I definitely try to you know skate as fast as I can. Majority of the time I'm out there. Um, you know, obviously you got to pick my spots and um, be patient, but. Again, definitely try to push the pace with my legs. And Doug and I have talked before, you know, to get to the NHL, at some point every guy was the man on their team. They were putting up a ton of points, a ton of goals. When we look back at your journey in the past, we've talked about, you know, your time in the AHL, your time with Calgary. But going way back now to high school, I think this was 2010-11, you had a 99-point season, 50-plus goals. One, you missed out on 100. Do you still, are you still a little upset about that for that season? You know what? I, I totally forgot about that until now, and I am upset about it right now. So, yeah, you, know, I, yeah, you know, go back to the tape you and got, an you, or you got to think that they missed one. Like, come on, you know? Or maybe I got a couple extra, so I, I don't know. But we know how much you love scoring, you know, 15 goals a season now. The sellers are huge. You get the guys fired up. I mean, what was it like back then scoring 50 plus? Were you, <laughs> were you still putting the same energy? Yeah, there were some epic sellers for like, sure. Eh. No, there, there were some epic sellers yeah. for sure. It was, you know, it, it just, I always try to have as much fun as I can, right? So, so growing up, um, you know, looking up to guys like Ovechkin and, and, um, Flurry, got you know, just all that stuff. Like guys have fun. It's it's fun scoring. You know, even when your line mate scores, I, I love selling too. You know, it's mm -hmm. like I just love having fun out there. So, um, yeah, definitely some some epic sellies in those high school. And I think days. now you're a guy we could say maybe as a signature selly. 
Yeah, I mean, the, the arrow is big for you uh, right now. I think it's pretty much what you do every time, right? Yeah, it, I, it's just reaction for me yeah. right now. I have, I've been thinking and talking to the guys about other ones that I want to do, but it's like default. I just, I don't think, I, I see the puck go to the end and right away I'm pulling it out. It's like, <laughs> where did it even come from? I don't know. <laughs> do you have a background in archery? Is that something? No, not even. No, I just, I don't know. I guess I saw the selling once, loved it, and going with it. Who's got the best selling on the team, do you think? I like I like uh, Barky's for sure. His no no selly selly. He's like so casual. Been there a he, million he times the before. Core, and then he kind of turns and then just gets mobbed. Sometimes he doesn't yeah. even smile or yeah. smirk. You know, it's like like the one last night. I didn't sell it. It was great. Like it's like yeah, it's I, awesome. I want to ask about Barky because Barky. I mean, I've known Barky ten years at this point. I think I've seen him play every game he's ever played in. But he's still kind of a mystery. He, he's still a guy you don't know a ton about. For yourself, you've been around him a couple seasons now. Just your thoughts on Barky in the room, and do you have a Barky story yet? Is there anything about Barky that stuck out? I, I don't know about a particular story, but uh, things that come to mind are, are definitely, you know, he's a professional. Every day he, he approaches it the same way. He's always so dialed in. He's always in the gym. He's always, um, you know, you just always, anytime you see Barky in the locker room, he's always doing something to prepare himself, um, whether it's a practice, a game, anything like that. So. Um, he, he's definitely, you know, the definition of a professional, a leader, um, you know, that's why he's our captain and that's why we follow him so fearlessly because he's always doing the right thing. So, um, you know, he's definitely a guy we, we can all look up to and should look up to because, um, you know, he's always doing the right thing. So he's an easy, easy guy to follow for sure. And you talk about looking at Alexander Barkov and just looking at the way he goes about his business. A guy like Eric Stahl comes in, you know, last year you had a chance to play with Joe Thornton. You've had a lot of quality veterans that have been here, guys who've accomplished a lot. How much do you find yourself still just looking at other guys and just seeing the way they go about their business, just seeing if there's anything you can pick up? Yeah, yeah, 100%. I've been, you know, very fortunate to play, you know, with Chumbo and, and now Stalzi for sure, both of them for that matter. Um, you know, even guys like Horny who have won a couple of, st mm -hmm. couple of Stanley Cups, excuse me. But yeah, any time you're around those guys who have done it for so long and have done it so good for so long, um, you know, anything that they do that you kind of see is different, you, you pick up on and you ask them about. And, and like, you know, perfect example is, is uh, Stalzi on the penalty kill. You know, he's like, it's just right out of the, the PK textbook every time. And it's like, he doesn't have to think about it because he's been doing it for so long. So something like that, um, in that particular situation, you know, I usually just kind of ISO cam him on the ice and look at exactly what he's doing. So when I get that chance, you know, I'm just doing what he's doing. <laughs> he's doing it right. So, you know, it's kind of the same thing as Barky. Like just, you know, we got some tremendous leaders. So taking notes um, yeah fall you know follow the leader when they're that good you know why why go off the path you know when you don't have to so no guys like that it's it's amazing and i feel very fortunate to be around guys like that now i want to think of how i want to phrase this but obviously you play in a lot of different levels you've produced at a lot of different levels you find yourself here with the panthers in the national hockey league what kind of advice would you give to another guy who's climbing the ranks playing in different levels and trying to just grab that opportunity and run with it and embrace a role like like you have. Yeah, I think, you know, there's a couple of big things. Obviously, you know, you have to work tremendously hard every day. I think what I tell young kids is it doesn't matter where you're at today. If you keep working hard and you get better a little bit, it doesn't matter how much you get better every day. Eventually, you're going to get to where you want to go. 
Um, so that that's a big thing for sure. Obviously, um, and also you know you got to believe in yourself. You got to you know believe in, in what you're capable of. Trust and, your strengths. Yeah, exactly. And, and a lot of you know not a lot, but definitely through the ranks for me. Um, you know, I, I got kind of pegged as a, you know, instigator, fighter, tough guy. Um, but I always knew I kind of had the, you know, not playmaking and goal scoring, kind of more as a secondary role, but I knew I kind of had that in the bag. So um, I'd always just, you know, constantly believe in myself and, and slowly, slowly I would get more opportunities and I would be ready for it and prepared because it's, it's what I work on every day. Um, so, you know, you definitely have to work hard and you got to believe in yourself because if you don't, then nobody else will. So, you know, it starts with yourself. And I know fans love your story. They love the underdog attitude. They love the hair. They love the sellies. They, you're a fan favorite here. It's, it's safe to say. We see all the signs during warm-ups. Just what can you say about how the fans here in South Florida have embraced you over these past couple seasons and just the, the aura of the Lamborghini and the legend that it's grown into? Yeah, it's, it's been amazing. Like, uh, I, I can't say enough good things about the fans here. It, it catches you off guard. I remember my first year here a few years ago, um, it was even before the season started in the grocery store, people are coming up to you and, and saying hi and good luck, go get them, or, you know, good game, or just coming up and giving you knocks. It's like, you, you think about Florida and South Florida and the Panthers, and you don't really think they have that fan base, but, but God, the, the fans out here are passionate. They know their hockey. They believe in us. They have our backs, um, you know, so it, it's great. I, I feel very lucky and fortunate to... Um, you know, to have their support because I really appreciate it. And you got a lot of fans, but you also have at least one celebrity fan now that we're aware of <laughs> on social media. I think this was last season, Brooks Kepka, you know, one of the top golfers of the last, the last decade, a multi-major. Probably winner. the top. Yeah, there you go right there. So the, 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 it's reciprocated, the fandom. Um, he shows up to a game. He's in a Lomberg jersey. Just take us, th what, what happened from there? Because that's just going to all caught us off guard. Yeah, so all the guys, he was in the weight room after the game, um, and all the guys come in, or not, not all, but a few, and they're like, dude, you know Brooks Kepka? I'm like, who does it? Like, of course I know Brooks. Like, it, it, then they're like, well, he's in the weight room. He wants to say hi to you. And I'm like, like looking around, like, me? Like, so I sprinted in there, and, you know, don't you know it? It's Brooks and, and his buddies. So, you know, I go in there, and we start chatting, and, and we hit it off, and, uh, yeah, next thing you know, and now we're texting each other and, and we're buddies. So it's, uh, it's cool. It's, it's crazy because, you know, he's obviously at, at the pinnacle of his sport. And, you know, when I'm around him, I still feel like a fan. But he's, like, <laughs> so down to earth and such a cool guy. So it's, it's weird. But, uh, you know, again, definitely very lucky to, uh, to, to call him a buddy. It's, it's, you know, pretty cool. Did you ever... Is there a backstory there? Because, I mean, like, you, you can't go into, you know, buy a Lombard jersey off the rack. You can custom order that at some point. Yeah, you know, I know that, that he grew up in West Palm, and him and his brother were fans growing up of, of the Panthers and stuff like that. And I think it, it just kind of all the stars aligned. Like, we, we were playing Ottawa, I think, and I think Chucky's brother was running around, so I was after him a bit, and, and he liked that. And then I got hit by Brown, and then... I tossed my gloves and we fought and, and I think just he just loved that, you know, that I didn't really... Uh, He's like, that's my guy. Yeah, you, you know, that I didn't really care a whole lot about, uh, you know, fighting and doing, you know, whatever it took for the guys. So I think that kind of resonated with him and, and kind of... Because from, from what I get, he's a guy that takes care of, of you know, his group and his buddies and... Um, you know, he, he's always got the entourage and they all, always seem like they're having the best time and like they're so close. So 
um, I, I definitely think that that kind of resonated with them, you know, just just like one of the boys kind of. So Does like, any tips with the short game, yeah, anything yeah, like yeah, that? Have you, have, you go, have you golfed with him yet? I, I haven't gotten out yeah. there with him yet, so I, I don't know if I want to, honestly. Like, he's so good, I'm just going to embarrass myself, well, really. Like, you're up there at the tee box yeah, watching you. I, I feel like I couldn't. I'm not a good golfer, so I don't really get nervous when I'm golfing, <laughs> but I would imagine I'd be shaking a little bit on that tee box. Uh, I actually was lucky enough to get out when he was down in uh, – Doral there for the for the live tournament. I, yep. I was lucky enough to, me and Butchie were, were able to get out there and uh, it, it was pretty cool seeing him that close. You know, hit the ball and it's it's he's amazing. So it was. I'm looking forward to kind of getting back out and seeing more of that. And this is the last one for me. Uh, you do have the biggest fan in the world these days too, and that's your son Roman. Yeah. You've seen him on Instagram all the time now on the glass before the game. Just. Clearly, he's got tickets. Yeah. He's got. A, he's a territory member. He's got a plan. He's at every game. But yeah. just what is that like? Obviously, before you have him at home, it's one thing. But to actually have him here now at the rink, watching him play, seeing him pregame. Yeah, you know that's it. That's one of the things. Um, growing up, obviously, it's a dream of yours to play in the NHL and and to you know have um, the opportunity to play with some amazing players and that whole thing. But it, it, I didn't really think too much about having my son watch me in warm-ups in the class. I'm getting goosebumps talking about it. And it, so it, it's just, it's the coolest thing ever. It, it, it's such, it, it's amazing. It's, um, you know, again, I'm very, very, very lucky to be in this position where they can come, you know, watch me. He can kind of be around it. Um, and, you know, I'm just looking forward to as he gets older here, bringing him around like Stalls. He had his, his, uh, his boys a little bit older, obviously. I think they're like around 10-ish, um, but they're in the weight room after the game, you know, with the boys. So yeah. I think that's the coolest thing in the world. And, and to have a son of my own um, at the arena now with me, it's just, um, it's tough to put into words for sure. And the last thing for me, you go through this season now, we've seen what you guys have accomplished the last couple of years. What's the biggest key now? Knowing that you guys are, you guys are in that top tier of teams that's a, a legitimate contender in the National Hockey League, legitimate contender for, for big things. What's the biggest thing you have to remind yourself of throughout the course of the year? Because obviously it is a grind and we've seen that. Yeah, I, I think the biggest thing um, is that it's a process. You know, playoffs don't start tomorrow. so. You know, our game doesn't have to be perfect right now, but we definitely have to pay attention to the details, make sure we're building um, and we're doing all the right things. So, you know, by the time we get to playoffs, we don't change a thing. We know what we're doing. We know what he's doing. I know what he's doing. They know what I'm doing. And we're all going together at the same speed, um, same beat, all that good stuff. So it, it's a process. Um, and, you know, that's kind of been the message from the coaching staff is, you know, it, it doesn't really matter now. It does, obviously, but you got to be doing the right things. We can be doing the right things and lose, and that's okay as long as we're doing the right things because in the long run, you know, we, we're going to get to the playoffs and we're going to be going because we've been, do, we've been building all, all year long, so we're not going to change a thing. Well, Ryan Lomberg, our guest here on the Territory Talk Video Edition. We thank you very much for stopping by. Like all the folks out there in Panthers territory, we're big fans of watching you play too. So uh, again, it's been awesome. And hey, we don't we don't roll this this video setup yeah. out for just anybody. This is so. this is great. I, I appreciate you guys. This is awesome. Thank you. Well, we thank you very much for stopping by, everybody. Thanks for watching here today. This has been Territory Talk, the Video Edition with Ryan Lomberg.